Hello, I'm Andrew. And I'm Katerina. Welcome to Two Tablespoons, a podcast where we discuss recipes, food products, how we like to cook and eat, and we'll try to have a bit of fun along the way. Today we are going to be talking about cooking and eating another type of dish that's known in many different forms all across the world. Meatballs. The two tablespoons variation is one we have come up with together and perfected over the years, but it's probably closest to an Italian style since we like to serve them in a rich tomato-based sauce. Now the dish is great for midweek meals or to cook in advance because of its versatility. We've previously served it over pasta or gnocchi so that the carbs get coated in the luxurious sauce. We've accompanied it with a medley of seasonable veg if we want to keep that carb count down. We've had just the meat and sauce on its own in a bowl. Or there is the Subway classic of sticking it between two slices of bread. Mm, yes. Today we are going to do a simple garlic bread on side using a shop-bought loaf cooked through in the oven. That's all. Now, as you'll hear in a minute, our secret weapon when it comes to this sauce is the addition of tarragon, sometimes called estragon. This lends the dish a very subtle hint of something extra special about it. A lot of Italian-style sauces use the classic combination of tomato and basil, and since tarragon has a very similar flavour profile and aniseed taste, switching them out lends a tasty little twist on the dish, in our opinion. We'll also be talking about cheddars, which we use in the meatballs themselves. They are a type of baked cheese cracker with a crumbly biscuit-like texture. They are a very British ingredient, so for our international listeners, think of cheese its or those little cheesy goldfish crisps. So enough about the components, let's head through to the kitchen and share with you one of our family favourites. Yum yum. So here we are, back in the two tablespoons kitchen. What are you going to say? Massive kitchen. Our massive, huge, amazing kitchen, yeah. It's a galley kitchen, but we make do. Where Katerina is already tucking into the cheddars. <laughs> Me! Yeah, you. You mean you look at the pile next to you? Yes, so for our meatballs, we've got 500 grams of turkey mint and it's the thigh cut, not the breast, because the breast is, however, lower in the calories, but with the cheddars in it, we are not really counting calories today. So we've got thigh because it's nice and fatty and has loads of flavour. Yeah, so I saw on the packet it said 7% fat on that thigh mince, which is good because fat's where the flavour is. Exactly. You know. So we've got 500 grams of the turkey thigh mince and a half a pack of the cheddars. Although if it was up to Andrew, we've had no cheddars. All cheddars would be One or two. Small. So we've got half a pack of the cheddars. The cheddars need to be... Blitzed. Blitzed. In a food processor. In so fr- I would just say these are Tesco cheese thins We've mm. got off brand. And they're gorgeous. They taste as good as the brand, but mm. but cheaper. They're, so, very, they're very, very good. Mm-hmm. And you've just hit, put them in a food processor and whacked them up into sort of breadcrumb size because that's what we're using them as. Instead of breadcrumbs, we're using these cheddars to bulk out the meat and bind everything together. Yeah, and also add flavour. So yeah, do not worry if you do not have a food processor. You can always just put them in a plastic bag. And then the plastic bag, if you cover it or if you, if you wrap it in a tea towel and then bash it, yeah. bash it, bash it as long as it takes to create little crumbs. Make some breadcrumbs out of cheddars. Yes. It's a long Perfect. and short of it. Yes, excellent. Perfecto. So we've got the meat and the cheddars or the biscuits, crackers even, in the bowl. And I will go, I would say a teaspoon of garlic granules or you can definitely grate fresh garlic, no problem at all. If you would prefer. I just think that in the meatballs the, the garlic granules are a little bit better. 
we've got fresh garlic going into the sauce anyway, don't we? So the more, if we put dry ingredients in, they're not going to let out moisture. That's a good thing. So you can control yeah. the texture of your yeah. balls. So I would say teaspoon, I'm doing a tablespoon for us because as you already know, you're a garlic maniac. I am garlic maniac. So teaspoon of garlic granules, teaspoon of onion granules. And I have a beautiful blend of Italian seasoning here. Again, it's from Tesco's, as we are big advocates of Tesco somehow. So um, you're just putting all these seasonings together with the mint and the cheddars into a mixing bowl at the yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all of this goes into the mixing bowl. The Italian seasoning is absolutely gorgeous, I have to say. And you can put in it as much or as little as you like. I would go with teaspoon to start with. I do like it a lot, so we are going with a tablespoon. Cool, that is in. Now be careful with salt, just because of the cheddars in there. Yep, they are a bit of a salty cracker. They are quite salty, so salt with caution and some pepper. Uh, me personally, I'm not sure if I mentioned it already, I love the mixed, mixed peppercorns when you've got the pink ones, the green ones, black ones, white ones. It's gorgeous. It's got loads of I think what you it. get a lot in when you take the mixed rainbow peppercorns is mm. that they've got the pimento berries in there as well, gorgeous, which is the extra layer of taste that you might not notice it's otherwise. It's sweet, isn't it? But a pink, pink peppercorns are very sweet as well. Really gorgeous. So rather than just boring black pepper, Tasty yeah, black pepper. Tasty. Nothing wrong okay. with black pepper. Okay. So rather than tasty black pepper, uh, next time go for the rainbow. Pepper racist. Pepper racist. <laughs> no, not pepper. The black peppercorns are still in there. <laughs> Whatever, pepper Hitler. Good. So while you're doing that, I'm going to make a start on the sauce because, as we said, we have perfected this recipe together, so yes. we usually cook it together. We always cook it together. I might be too busy one day, you know, fisting goats or something. <laughs> cool. So what, how, how, what, 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 what up is your sauce? I will tell you all about my sauce. I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you want to know all about my sauce. <laughs> So I've got a medium-sized pan. It's going to sizzle a little bit. I've got it on a medium to low heat. I've got one brown onion diced up, and I've just got about two tablespoons of olive oil in the bottom of my pan, and I'm just cooking my onions to start with. In fact, I want it on a really low heat because I want them to soften and let out their yummy flavor and juices, but I don't want them to brown. So two tablespoons of olive oil, Yes. One yellow onion, chopped up. I said brown onion, but whatever, it's an onion. It's oh, not a red one. Yellow. No, it's yellow. It's, yellow. it's an onion. I'm inclusive, it can be whatever colour you want it to be. Okay, yeah, it's yellow one. Yellow onion. I've also got on the side, ready to go, because we did a little bit of prep, I've got three cloves of garlic grated up, which I'm going to throw in once the onions have softened, so that they don't lose all their flavour. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you are beautifully kneading the meat and seasoning mixture together with the cheddars. What is a good idea is take your mince out of the fridge for about half an hour prior to you cooking. It just combines, everything combines better and the meat is more relaxed. So when, if the meat is still cold when it hits the pan, it can become quite tough. And that's advice for any meat cooking. Yeah, any whether it's mince or mince a whole joint. Steaks. Yeah, mainly, steaks are a good it? example. Yeah, yeah. And now we are just mixing everything together, all the spices and herbs, what I said, and the cheddars. Because I've got my onions on such a low heat, I'm going to pop the lid on them and let them sweat mm -hmm. to soften up for a few minutes. 
Look at me chefing things up by sweating things. Sweating onions. Yeah. It's such a simple sauce though. I'm talking about it like I've got a little technique in there. It's so simple. Most of the flavour comes from two ingredients that are coming from a packet or a jar, I should say, not really a packet. We've got the cheapest you can get, doesn't matter, chopped up tomatoes and tomato passata. They're going to form the real base of our sauce and the other things that go in are just flavourings and seasonings to that. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. You sometimes do like to put a little bit of red wine if I let you. If I'm there's some not spare wine not, floating around. No, absolutely not this time. No, there's not. <laughs> no spare wine, but it's definitely an option, isn't it? What I was going to say. Splash of yeah, red wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, splash of red wine. Don't look at my wine. No, I wasn't looking at your wine. <laughs> when your wine goes in, you want it to go in relatively early when the tomato stuff goes in, so it's got time to cook off the alcohol. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say is that I've actually diced the onions, they're in small little cubes. How do you dice your onions? What's your technique for onion dicing? Okay, so what I would do, I would cut the onion in half. Okay. Lengthways, isn't it? it so so you've got a half circle sitting on the board. Yeah, but it's not it's not half this way, it's half this way, so it's lengthways, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. I hope the listeners know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, Lengthway. the hand gestures don't translate very well. <laughs> it's this way, not this way. <laughs> So, yeah, lengthways in a half, and then you make, I don't, I, can you describe it, because I don't know. Not with a mouthful of filler, I can't. So, you just make, it's, I, I would be able to describe it on a video, but... The good thing about only using half a tube of cheddars is that you can munch the other half while you're cooking. <laughs> like I'm doing now. So when we make this dish to last for more than one day, we would use... Double the amount of meat, obviously, and then buy two packs of cheddars, even yeah. though we need only one, and eat one. Yeah, one is one tube, one tube of them. <laughs> we need two. Yes, sir. No, we need Munching. only one for the cooking. Yeah, so that's, that's us. Yeah, that's okay. how we roll. So the onion. Yeah, yeah. I think if I try and describe it, we're probably in the same boat. Chop it lengthways, so you've got little half circles of the onion layers sitting on your chopping board, and then from there you slice downwards in little rows into each of the halves, not all the way across. Ah, you do it differently. That's my mind. You do it the opposite. Finer? Yeah, yours are pretty big. It's controversial. <laughs> controversial? No, no. Mine is much so finer. I've got yours my half circles oh my and then I chop into them almost all the way through it. And then when I go the other way round, I get little diced I pieces. Think, I think we will have to pause the video of this because I don't understand what you're saying. I think I'll just say, go and watch Jamie Oliver <laughs> chop an onion. Yeah. I think. <laughs> Go, we'll leave this lesson with Jamie. Yeah. So, so I will lead, I will be the leader on this one. Is it bad? So if you want to know how to chop an onion, Katarina style, uh, let us know and we shall do a quick video for you. And I'll promise you it will be so fine that you have never chopped an onion before. Yours looks like you've never chopped an onion before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you for listening. This is it. This is it. I'm going to murder my husband now. Oven is preheated. Oven is preheated. Yeah, that's another thing to say. Oven is preheating because we've got a garlic bread to go in there, but it's just a shop bought one. So just follow the instructions on the packet. We'll probably whack a load of cheese on it because that's our prerogative. Cheesy garlic bread's nice. Oh, yes. So my onions are getting nice and soft. These beautifully finely chopped onions are getting nice and soft. I'm gonna big chunks of onion. You're a big chunk of onion. <laughs> oh, you're risking your life, mate. I'm going to chuck this garlic in now. Three cloves, three beautiful cloves of garlic. Obviously you don't have to if you don't like garlic. You are crazy. Aren't you? I mean, that garlic it's a different sauce. Well, it's not really. It's all no, fine. No, no, no. We're just seasoning. And I'm going to mix it around. It's still on a very, very low heat. So what we'll get in a minute is the nice smell 
of onions and garlic cooking together. Meanwhile, I have started to roll my balls. Meanwhile, Katerina is playing with her balls. Meanwhile, I'm starting playing with my balls. No, rolling my balls. <laughs> Garlic is in. I'm going to let that just again carry on simmering and sweating for a little bit with the lid on. Very, very, very low heat. The size of meatballs is entirely up to you. If you like big chunks, it's only bear in mind that they will go on a pan to sear, to brown, and then into the sauce to cook through. So the bigger the meatball the longer it's going to take to cook so one month these are quite big aren't they they are not like tiny teeny meatballs i would say your balls are about one inch in diameter one inch that's two and a half centimeters about i agree i agree about it a man so didn't over exaggerate inches <laughs> let this be recorded as a historical Ooh, first i agree so about inch or two and a half centimeters for our European listeners. For people who measure properly, two and a half centimeters. I have to say they've got perfect texture today because last time they have put the whole tub of, of cheddars yeah, and I didn't get to munch any of them. And yes, no, I think we got two, so we munched on one really. Oh, okay. And uh, one, so. But for this no, quantity of meat, half a tube is sufficient. Absolutely, they've they got a very nice bouncy texture and they come together very nicely, so it's very easy to roll them. It's all about the ratio of meat to cheddar. Yeah, so 500 grams of meat and half a tube of cheesy cracker would be fine. So it's about 75, 75 grams. Of cheese things. We did this before when we were tracking everything very, very carefully. The cost yeah. per serving of this is really low, isn't it? It was very low, yeah. Because we've got low. basic supermarket brand, cheap as you can get, chopped tomatoes and passata, mm -hmm. which they all seem to do now. Mm -hmm. And you can get them probably for about 30 pence or even less, about it anyway. And passata is about um, the same 50 pence, 50, 40, yeah, it's very, very and cheap. And that's the base of your sauce. And if you want to cut the cost even lower, the turkey mince is quite expensive. However, there's no reason why you couldn't use no, beef. And you do want some fat in this in this uh, dish. So the 20% fat beef it's we got cheap. for something, it's like pound ninety-five half a kilo, it's crazy. Do you know what makes it even cheaper is if you buy the frozen mince as well. Oh yeah, so yeah, or uh, pork I was going to say, pork, pork would be lovely Pork would well. work nicely, pork, it? Yeah. pork would be lovely. So, so you, can, you can make this dish very very cheaply and then you know, pack of pasta still costs nothing. We just got a pack of pasta for 20 pence didn't we the other day? I think so. That's ridiculous. That, that's for four people, 20 pence. So that's five pence per person. Wow. Yeah, no, you can make this very, very cheaply. And the, and all the seasoning, once you've got it, it's A, not very costly to buy to start with. And once you've got it, it lasts. Yeah, it's so a couple of quid for each of the little dried seasonings. And only really what's going into it, seasoning your balls. The best values ones are under a pound. You see a couple of quid, they're under a pound. So in the pan, while you're rolling your balls, and talking about your balls. My passata. I've got one carton of passata and one, one tin of chopped tomatoes have gone into my pan because the garlic and onions smell like they were cooked through. And in each of the containers, just to get the most of the tomato flavour out of them, I put a tiny splash of water and swirled it around and then chucked it in the pan as well. I've brought the heat up to still medium to low heat on our gas cooker, mixing that around with the onions and the garlic and the little bit of oil that was in there to start with. Mix, mix, mix. What do we call it? Mishy, 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 mishy. Mishy, mishy, mishy. Checklish. <laughs> Checklish version of stir. Mix that around and I'm just going to bring that to simmering point before I put a bit of seasoning in. I won't put too much salt in because a salt's bad for you, but also because the balls are going to cook in there, 
the cheddars will release some of their flavour into it. Good thing to keep in mind, you can always add salt. You can add salt, but you can't take it away. Yeah. Oh, and that's the point, this can go in now. I'm going to throw in one stock pot. We've got a beefy variety, but that's just because it's the most prevalent in the cupboard at the moment. <laughs> it could be any stock pot. And all I that's going to do is add seasoning. Really it's just for seasoning. It adds depth of flavour, I think, in my opinion. So I think beef stock pot or stock cube is a good choice. If you wanted to splash in a bit of spare red wine, now would be the time to do it. Haven't got any. No, and I don't think Prosecco would really go in there. Haven't got any spare. No, we don't spare Prosecco either. So they're all getting mixed around until they come to simmer. And that's the basis of the sauce, until the secret ingredient goes in. How simple is that? So today we are using fresh tarragon as well as the dried one, aren't we? We are. So usually I would say absolutely go for freeze-dried tarragon from the herb and spices section. because We have tried ones on use only fresh and it wasn't as good, was it? I think it fresh herbs, it so depends on what's in season and who's grown it and how it comes mm. out. Yeah. So with the freeze-dried you know what you're getting. And just sniffing it, it's got and that also, wonderful aniseed flavour. Also, once you have obviously dried them or freeze dried them, they shrink in size. So this has it's a, a concentrated yeah, flavour, yeah. isn't it? With some things like basil or oregano, you probably want the fresh ones. But these tarragon with the freeze dried, I would say it's almost better to have that than the fresh. Yep. But we're going to have a mixture of both. The first time I tried the sauce with tarragon in it, as I told you, it was a friend at university that had the idea from a cookbook somewhere. They insisted on using fresh, and it was really good. But I mm. think since we've adapted it and made it our own, the freeze-dried is the way to go. But we'll have both today. I was a little bit surprised the first here of tarragon. Like, yeah, it usually goes with Bernays-type sauces yeah. and white, white sauce ingredients. I didn't think that the... Because it is quite aniseed isn't it? So I didn't think that the aniseed flavour would go very well with the tomato sauce, but it's gorgeous, not gorgeous. Absolutely yummy, 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 yummy. But being a herb, you don't want it in your cooking too early. I think is a thing like spices yeah. need to go in straight away, and I but usually end up using like in the last minute. Yeah, I usually end up dumping quite a bit of tarragon in it at most of the stages along the way. Well, the dried one could go earlier, so it has time to rehydrate. But the fresh one should go in the last minute, really. I think. I want the sauce to get that depth of flavour from the fresh yeah. one. Okay. So I'm throwing in some of the leaves of the fresh one just now. Okay. Just as we're talking, throwing in a few as the sauce is coming up to simmering temperature. So I have finished playing with my balls. I have ended up with 18 balls. Right, I'm getting bubbles, so I'm going to reduce the heat back down to low, 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 and it can just sit there and gently simmer away. Yeah, so 18 balls out of the half a kilo of meat and half, yeah, and half a tube of the crackers. So nine balls per portion is very, very generous. Yes. So I think this could fit easily three people quite well. Yeah, cool. So this is very, this is very relaxed cooking, isn't it? This is not like, oh my God, oh my God, is this happening, this is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it can get in two tablespoons kitchen, it can get a little bit heated, but this is not the recipe. This is very nice and simple, very relaxed. Have a glass of five of wine. So all our recipes are designed to have a glass as you cook. Or five. Or five. It's a hobby, not a problem. Absolutely a hobby. I can't wait till that freeze-dried tarragon hits the sauce and it mm. starts to give off that smell and that... It smells instantly, hmm? It's just amazing. So, your sauce is bubbling now nicely. Yeah, I've got it on the lowest heat possible and it's starting to bubble nicely now, so I'm just gradually adding leaves of tarragon. I want the freeze-dried ones to go in. So once you are done, if you could please let me know and I'll put the balls on a the pan. They can uh, go in there. It needs a pinch of salt, I think. Just having a taste now. A 
pinch because I know the cheddars are going to go in there. A cautious pinch of salt. So we're going to start frying the balls in a minute. We're just heating up. How much oil would you say? About one tablespoon. It really isn't very Not very much, much oil, very much oil in a thick wide pan to brown off the meatballs. We might just cut out the sound of them frying because it might get a bit loud. So I think a lot of people would usually put up breadcrumbs in meatballs, A, to make them a little bit softer, mm-hmm. that, that's exactly what they are there for, mm-hmm. or to, you know, if you don't have enough meat to work with, you can just pat it up with, with the breadcrumbs. It bogs them out a bit, but yeah. it does, it keeps the, I think, the liquid from the meat from escaping. Oh yeah, because, because they soak up the, the, yeah. the flavour. Yeah, no, that's, that's a very good point, yeah. And the benefit of using cheddars instead of just breadcrumbs is that you're adding extra flavour. Definitely. So you can make them completely without breadcrumbs or if you uh, are watching your carb intake and calorie intake. They are very lovely without any addition of breadcrumbs or crackers. They are going to be quite hard though, aren't they? They are quite... They're quite dense when you've got only dense, meat yeah, content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we did before is mix in just Parmesan cheese when we oh, were trying flavor, to avoid carbs. Yeah. So we had still had some cheesy flavour, but we retained a low carbing. Yeah. They are still beautiful. As long as you season them well, they will still be absolutely lovely. They're just going to be quite dense, yeah. I've put a lid on my sauce just now. It's on the lowest possible heat. I don't want too much moisture to escape because it's looking quite nice and thick already. So the lid is on and it can sit there and just gently bubble while the meatballs are doing their thing. Yeah, we don't need to cook the meatballs through right now. We are just searing them so they are nice and brown. Oh, here's a thought. Shall we change the recipe on the fly? Shall we throw in one of the cheese rinds into the sauce? <gasps> oh, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So Exciting yeah. live as it happens. We are changing the recipe. So, what I absolutely love, because we do love a Parmesan cheese and family, yep. don't we? we just eat it as it is. So, keep the rind, which yep. you can't grate anymore, keep it in the fridge because it will last for a very, very long time. Keep it in the fridge. And then, oh my god, it's such a good idea. It's so, the perfect. rind from your Parmesan you can throw into any sauce that you want extra cheesy flavour or risotto. And the last bit of cheese that's on that rind is going to melt through your sauce and just infuse with extra tasty parmesan salty flavour. And it makes a wonders, doesn't it? For like um, mushroom risotto. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, no, this is going to be amazing, yeah. So you, you were just saying your meatballs might get a funny shape because you're browning each side of them, so they might become almost more like cubes. <laughs> but that's fine. No, it's fine, yeah. You are the person who is going to As long as they taste good, what else matter? That's true. I lift my yeah. lid off and stir my sauce, stir the rind into it. My balls will be ready for your sauce. My sauce is always ready to receive your balls. Okay, excellent. I love the tarragon flavour in the sauce, if you can get it. So that's getting stirred through. Meatballs are going in. Yeah, meatballs are ready to go in. So the meatballs straight from the pan into the sauce. Keeping all their beautiful flavours. A little bit of the oil as well is going to go into that pan. I think they are pretty much cooked now as well. But, but putting it in the sauce and leaving it for yeah. 20 minutes, half an hour, you're going to make sure the middle is cooked all the way through. All the way through and they exactly the exchange flavours, don't they? So you've got no risk about un- uncooked meat if you're worried about these kind of things. The question that I asked you before, which might be useful for people to know, I mentioned it being a good midweek meal. Mm-hmm. So if you make it like this and you fry off your meatballs and you cook your sauce and you combine them together and you've got a pot of meatballs and sauce together, 
How long do you think that can last? I think very comfortably three days. So let's say you make it on Monday, because it really doesn't take very long. So Monday, you have Monday for dinner, and then you can have it Tuesday and Wednesday either for lunch or dinner, definitely. Just let it cool down until it's cool, just just, just in a room temperature, and then uh, enter the fridge. Yeah, and so definitely easy, easy three days, yeah. Your food hygiene course, and something that all chefs, I'm sure, would know, it, it's important to cool things down at room temperature before yeah. you put them in the fridge? Yes, definitely, yeah. Don't put them in a the fridge hot. Because all you do is heat up the rest of your fridge? Yes, that, that's one of the things, and also the bacteria in the food will grow in different speed, if you like. Let it cool down at room temperature mm-hmm. until it's not hot to the touch anymore, and then yeah. before you go to bed, pop it in the fridge. Exactly. And then just take it out portion by portion, warm it up in a micro, or on a stove. The yeah, three, ping. Days, three days easy. Poppity ping. Poppity ping yeah. for any Welsh fucks listening. Ow. I got a slap for that, just for the record. You just take it back. I take nothing back. That's a good. That's a good way. Good tip for cooking everything together and making sure your timings are alright. So once your balls go into the sauce, you just want a bit of time for them to rest together, release their flavours and cook your meat through. Once they're in, you need around about 20 minutes, but 12-15 is probably also okay. At that time, we'll prep our garlic bread, our shop-bought garlic bread, and just whack that in the oven. Oh, you can put your pasta on, which would you take about 12 minutes, on. yeah. And by the time you've got your carbs ready, your sauce and meatballs will be perfect. I'm going to have a little taste of my sauce now. It's absolutely getting the flavour I wanted. So it doesn't need any more seasoning, I don't think, because you've got your nicely seasoned meatballs in there, and they're just going to impart their flavour. And we'll absolutely put more parmesan on the top, wouldn't we? I would like more tarragon in there, but that's okay. I haven't got anymore. <laughs> it's, tarragon is my favourite herb, and I think paprika is my favourite spice. So a quick recap. Garlic bread's going in now for the amount of time it says to cook it on the packet. We've got our sauce with our meatballs in it simmering away on the lowest, lowest heat just so they're all working together and getting their flavours. It's only going to take us another, you know, 12 to 20 minutes to get our meal ready. So we'll get all that prepared, chop it up nicely, plate it up, and we will see you back at the table. We will talk at you back at the table. You might see it. Cheers! So here we are, back from the kitchen, back at the dining table with our delicious meatballs and sauce. And we've got some cheesy garlic flatbread as well, which is how we quite like to have it. Yeah, I love to add, you know when you get just a standard cheesy flatbread? It you, says you, cheesy, yeah, but Yeah, but like, you get fuck all cheese on it, really, yeah, don't yeah. you? So we do like to add a lot more on it. I have been restrained and I didn't put any blue cheese on it this time, but I would have otherwise. We have some more parmesan, some more cheddar, and I've got goat cheese on it as well. And you were happy. I've got some cheddar and some parmesan. Yeah. yeah. I have just cut into one of the meatballs. It's Me so too. soft. So soft. soft and you can see all the way through nicely cooked yeah, I'm not looking cooked, at any yeah. pink bits or anything it's turkey mince so I'm not too worried but people are very cautious about poultry mm. so I'm mm. going to take half a meatball it's not quite falling apart but it's very tender on my fork I'm going to pop that in my big old mouth it has a good texture it's not too soft like we have made a mistake before oh they're not firm they're just very no, nice no it has retained yeah. quite a nice meaty texture absolutely i was a bit worried about the fresh tarragon and not having enough freeze dried but it's for me it's coming across beautifully in the, the sauce, sauce is amazing. which has darkened up nicely as well the color on the sauce is amazing so i think that it, it is the way to go with the beef stock rather than chicken stock actually it has yeah it's got a beautiful rich color so i think 
and especially if you've got a bit of spare red wine as well, a dash in there, <laughs> you'll get such a rich sauce. Yes, and anybody has spare red wine. You heard us talking about it, how few ingredients we've got in there. Chopped tomatoes, passata, a bit of seasoning, onion, garlic, and then whatever else you want to throw in. But tarragon, if you want to make it like this, tarragon is, is the real winner. It must do, yeah, definitely. Do put tarragon in your tomato sauce, it's amazing. It's sweet and tangy at the same time. It has some something special, doesn't it? At least try it once, thing. because for two or three times they cooked it, these people I lived with at university, and mm-hmm. I kept asking, oh, what's in that sauce? And they said, oh, it's just, just meatballs and a tomato sauce. <laughs> and it wasn't until like, I prized the cookbook out of their hands, I had a look at it and go, what about this? And they go, oh, that's tarragon. That's the flavour, that's what was missing. And that's the special thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's amazing. They have put a lot of more parmesan cheese on the top as well. Yeah. Just because we are cheese maniacs. But it also seasons it, so we thought the sauce might need a bit of salt, but with the extra parmesan you don't want... It doesn't need it anymore, yeah, you are correct. Your meatballs, the way you've done them. I don't know how we got to using cheddars though, can you remember how we ended up on cheddars? I do know what I can't remember, I really can't. But if I was going to bet on something, it's Jamie's recipe. It adds something extra. Yeah. Because not only it infuses through the meatballs, but then it sinks into the sauce as well. And the texture on them, the amount you've used, is just perfect. Mm -hmm. They are Mm -hmm. bouncy and yummy. They've got some of that cheddar paste. The seasoning that you've put into them, I wouldn't say it's overwhelming with garlic or onion, which you've used both the granules. Yeah, it's no, very, it's very nice. And I think the uh, seasoning, the Italian seasoning I've used, just nicely complement the sauce. It doesn't... There's loads of herbs, really, when you read about it, but it's just beautiful. It comes together so nicely. I'm happy to just eat the meatballs in their sauce, but because it's here, you know, I'm <laughs> forced to, I'm going to dip some of the cheesy garlic bread in there, and it all just goes together wonderfully. And that's our family favourite, isn't it? Yep. It's that a recipe we've adapted from various places and come up with together, but we are very happy with it. I could imagine it being a little bit spicy if you wanted to put some chilli in it. It's surprising that we haven't, but it's one of the few things mm. that... We haven't put chilli through the dish. Usually we'll throw in one or two. Mm, we haven't yet, but then I think if somebody really wanted to be spicy, it would work absolutely fine. Or if you just fancy an app, we know what this tastes like. If we fancied an adaptation of it with a bit of chilli, we know that it would work. Absolutely, it would work, yeah. I have to say the onions are quite big though. You reckon my onions are too largely chopped? I think what you're finding are bits of tomato from the can. That's no, it. no, no, they are definitely the onions. Beautifully diced onions, that's what they are. So if you would like to see how to chop onions nice and fine, let us know. Adding texture. I'll show you. Adding texture and flavour to a dish, that's what I'm doing. Uh, whatever you say, my love. They hold together nicely, the, the meatballs. So if you were going to make, I don't know, meatball subs, let's say. You oh, could yes, we should do that. Either whole or cut in half and some of the sauce, or that, mm. that sauce on some bread in a sandwich. Yes, oh please. god, you can't see me, but I'm just like drawing over here. Yeah. Hashtag praying hands. We should just have a yeah, big chip. Oh my god, yeah. no. I'm... I think they would hold together nicely enough to make a firm inner texture for a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's our recipe for it. Not too, not too difficult. No, it doesn't take very long at all. We came and... up with it as a midweek meal. It, I think we'd both been working and we came home and made this. Mm-hmm. So you can absolutely have a go yourselves if you've not got a lot of time. And let us know how it goes. We'll post some pictures of how we've made it today on Instagram. Catherine has been making some very, very pretty pictures with a little bit of tarragon sprig on the top <laughs> and how we're having it with our cheesy garlic flatbreads. But if you do decide to use the recipe yourself, let us know, post us a picture and, and we can compare notes. So what do you think that we should do next time? I think next time 
We should go back to a restaurant favourite that we've been missing from lockdown here Absolutely. in the UK because we we're still just... partway through the or towards the end, hopefully, of the COVID lockdown. What What's your favourite thing that you've been missing <laughs> the most that you say? On a, I would say daily, maybe bi daily basis. You ask what it is. You know very well. I am. I'm physically addicted. I could physical signs signs of a the shakes are there throw. and shouting it in her sleep. I've, I'm witness to it all. <laughs> From fried chicken, yeah. So I think Kentucky fried chicken. We will try to recreate. We are going to rename it as well because it's not going to be Kentucky fried chicken itself. But we're still it's, keeping the K. It's going to be KFC still. It is because it's going to be Katerina fried chicken. Perfect. Love it. Please join us. Let us talk at you for a little bit about Katerina fried chicken. Let's have a look online. We'll find some recipes and see who's who's claiming to have the best KFC recipe. We'll try it our way. You'll be with us every step of the way as we try it, and we'll let you know how it how it tastes, how it goes. We both got a mouthful. It's difficult to talk. Mouthful <laughs> of tasty meatballs and sauce. Oh my god, meatballs and sauce, KFC. I'm loving this thing. Oh my god. <laughs> loving this, loving this. This is my favorite time of the week. So hopefully you will join us and let us talk at you for a little bit. Until KFC, we will leave it there and we will speak to you next time. I'm going to see how many meatballs I can fit in my mouth at once. What do you, <laughs> what do you think? I reckon it's about four. I think three. I reckon four. Well, I think three. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Well, I'll fulfill my mouth. Bye for now. <laughs>